Welcome to the Rock Podcast. We believe this podcast is built on the rock and will teach and equip you for the works of ministry. We believe and trust God that the teachings will give you the keys to enter into a deeper revelation of the Word. We pray that the Holy Spirit will ignite an unstoppable fire in you and that it will transform you and every place you set your feet. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, welcome to the Rock Podcast. My name is Rick and I have the privilege of doing today's episode. And the subject I want to speak about is how to stand firm in a world that hates us, a spiritual world that fights against us, and our own flesh that always goes against our new identity. And the answer to that is short but powerful. The solution to every problem we face is Jesus, the gospel. But what we need to have is a good understanding of the gospel. Because if we have a wrong understanding of the gospel, we will quit our walk of faith with God sooner or later. If we think that the gospel is about our blessing, our encouragement, our healing, our prosperity, then we will we will get disappointed at some point. Disappointed in our church, disappointed in our leaders, or in the worst scenario, we can get disappointed in God. If we think that the gospel is about us, and it starts storming in our life, we will think that God is not who he says he is. And I hope you understand me well, because God is our deliverer. God is our healer. God is our provider. God is our father who knows what we need before we ask. But the reason why we search for God is because of who he is. And we are made to worship him. We are made to first seek the kingdom and his righteousness, and then the rest will be given to us. I see still, I saw and I see still a lot of healings, a lot of deliverance, a lot of supernatural provision. But I also see that things happening in a way I didn't expect it. But we need to understand that it's, that doesn't change God. It is not about how I expect the prayer is going to be answered. It's about, about how God's will is to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. If you have Jesus in your life just to make you, you feel better, you may ask yourself the question, is it Jesus who I serve or an idol? And there is a lot of prosperity teaching in the world today. But if I hear this, I, I get goosebumps over all my, my whole body. You know, the problem with prosperity is that it's all about you. But if we want to change the world... We need to be God-centered people. I believe there are some people who God will bless abundantly with a lot of money to sow into the kingdom. But believe me, the most people cannot handle a lot of money, as then they will forget God. The fact that you have enough food every day and that you have a home to live in, that is all thanks to God's grace and God's blessing. Even every breath we take is because of the grace of God. Because what if it is not happening as we expect because we have a wrong understanding of the gospel? And I think that is exactly the point where a lot of people quit. They get disappointed and they can't handle the pressure because of the storm in their life. And we can also read about those kind of people in Mark chapter 4. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who when they hear the words immediately 
receive it with gladness, and they have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arise for the world's sake, immediately they stumble. To stand firm, despite all the circumstances we are in, we need to be founded in the word of God. We need to have a right understanding of what Jesus says to us in his words. This is also the reason why we can't grab every single verse out of the Bible and proclaim it over our lives and expect things to change. Believe me, some truths are truths on their own. And you can use these truths in the Bible and proclaim them over your life. And Example, if you don't have self-worth, please proclaim Psalm 139 over your life. I am wonderfully made. But we don't use the Bible to pick verses we like to make us feel better. It is, you know, the word of God is the biggest prophetic word of the Holy Spirit. And if we want to stand firm and grow and bear fruit, we need to study the word. We need to dig in the word. We need to eat the word. We need to be rooted in the word. Otherwise, when tribulation comes, we stumble. So, and if you want to run the race till the end, and I believe all of us listeners want to run the race till the end, we want to, and we want to live a life where we worship Jesus. If you want to live a life where we worship Jesus despite difficult circumstances, because that is a testimony, and that will show the world that we are different. That will show the world that we have something that is real. And if you want to live a life like that, please read your Bible on a daily basis. And I want to read the Bible now. I want to read God's Word now. And I want to read John 14, verse 27, because Jesus gives us a promise how we can stand firm in a world that hates us. Jesus is saying the following. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Let your, not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And the peace that Jesus is promising to us is the Hebrew word shalom. And that is a godly peace. And the difference between godly peace and earthly peace is this. Earthly peace is a lack of conflict established through conflict. But if we look to godly peace, if we look to shalom, then it is, it is not about a lack of conflict. But it speaks about an inner peace, a peace between you and God, even when the circumstances say something else. Shalom also means rest, provision, safety, not being hurt by disasters that happens around you. So if we make a conclusion out of this, it's an inner peace between God and you that stands firm despite the circumstances. And we can also read further in John 15, verse 18 and 21, and in John 16, verse 33, we can read the following. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the words that I said to you, a servant is not greater then his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know him who have sent me. And we can read it in John 16 verse 33 the following. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. 
In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And I have news for you. For all our listeners, I have news. We are not of the world, but we are still in this world. We are called to bring heaven on earth and we are not called to live if we are already are in heaven. And Jesus is saying, a servant is not greater than his master. So if Jesus went through suffering, then we will also go through suffering. The worlds hate us, the enemy hates us, and our own flesh is always fighting against our new identity in Christ. And we are a new creation, but until the day we die, or Jesus returns, we carry our own flesh with us, and we need to subject our flesh daily glorifying god when everything goes well is a good thing to do as we need to be thankful all the time but we make a difference when we glorify god despite our, our difficulties that and to show the world that we have a peace that cannot be shaken that despite everything around us we experience god's rest god's safety god's provision and so on We make a difference when we show the world that we have an anchor that keeps us standing firm. And that anchor has a name. And his name is Jesus Christ. The name above all names. Jesus is the expression of the Father's love and grace for us. The world is looking for this peace. Because since the fall, every person has an emptiness inside that he or she is trying to fill up with all kinds of stuff. But we can make the world jealous for what we have. And if we want to live this out, we need to deny ourselves and to deny the opinion of the world and to lift our eyes upon Jesus only. This is a life of faith. We see the things unseen. We see the things from God's perspective. We live by faith and not by sight. As we prepared, are we prepared to look foolish in the eye of the world? Because the world doesn't understand us. But we believe that God is who he says he is and that he always does what he says he will do. Let me read one current for you. We can read in one current, one verse 18 and 19, the following. For the message of the cross, cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Grace is a free gift from God, but it is not always without obligation. It will cost you everything because you are not your own anymore. We, you are bought with the blood of Christ. He is not only your savior, But he is also our king. And we, we, have, we need to understand this. He is not only our savior that, that, that gives us a ticket to heaven. We need to declare the lordship of Jesus over our life. Every aspect of our life. He is our king. And are we prepared to give up everything that we are trying to hold on? Are we prepared to give up fighting our own battles? Are we prepared to give our weakness to God? Are we prepared to give to God the promises he spoke over our life? Many times we try to please God and try to do our best to walk in our purpose. But we need to remember that it is not our calling. It is God's calling on our lives and even our lives belong to him. And this is, that is the good news of the gospel. That is that Jesus Christ did everything. He said, it is finished. So we have to stop trying it in our own strength. If we want more of God in our life, if we want to be more Christ-like, then we 
only need to expect it from Jesus. And the gospel is that God gave everything and it costed them everything. And Jesus said, it is finished. He did everything. And is this enough? Can we say like the Apostle Paul, who had a thorn in the flesh and who had opposition from the Jews and from the Gentiles, and he was stoned and he was cast away and he, was, and he suffered shipwrecked several times. But the Apostle Paul said, your grace is sufficient for me. Or can we say like David, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy and do you hear that it is in the presence of your enemy and they are still there but they can't do you any harm it is in the front of your enemy where God plays a table before you that is where God's provision is God is a provider in our needs and that is the place where we experience the peace of God that is our testimony eh? again can we say like Paul but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. This is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insult, in hardship, in persecution, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Or can we say like David, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes, me lie, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the, to the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely. Your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I pray that all of us may know that in everything we do and that in everything we are going to, that Jesus is saying to us, I, I pray that the Holy Spirit will give you an experience of, of God's peace. Like Jesus said to us, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. I pray that the Holy Spirit will overflow you with the shalom from heaven right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, please send an email to info at therock-podcast.com. Bedankt dat je vandaag naar de podcast geluisterd hebt. Als je vragen hebt of in contact wil komen, stuur gerust een e-mail naar info at therock-podcast.com. Dank je dat je naar vandaag zijn podcast geluisterd hebt. Als je enige vraagt of met ons wil contact maken, stuur gerust een e-post naar info at therock-podcast.com Vielen Dank, dat Sie zich mijn podcast heute aangehoord hebben. Als Sie vragen hebben over de contact afnemen mogen, zenden Sie bieten een e-mail aan info at therock-podcast.com